0: following is a Goulash Media production, goulashmedia.net.
1: Welcome to The System is
0: Down. What's up, Downers? Welcome back to the least comfortable show on the web, The System is Down. My name is Dan Smotts, and if you're new here, this is a place where we just have conversations about all things uncomfortable Namely, but not limited to, conspiracies, politics, and religion. If you're not new here, then you're aware that the last few episodes that we've had in last year, during the holiday season, they were not uncomfortable conversations. We had a bunch of fun conversations, actually. Um, And I told you that come the beginning of the year, I would be jumping back into the swing of things and all of the delightful discomfort that you've come to know and enjoy. So today is no exception, as we definitely dug into the conspiracies and the religious stuff very deeply on a topic that is pretty controversial in both of those areas, actually. And it was a fantastic and really fun conversation, so I want to get to that as quickly as possible. But before we do, gotta let you know, I've decided that, for the time being, I'm gonna leave the Downers Club at $1 a month to anybody until further notice. I know I said that it was going to, that promo was going to end at the beginning of the year, and this might sound like a bait-and-switch, but hey, you should probably see it more as just a a gifting to you, because, uh, you know, I'm going to make this stuff whether you guys listen to it or not, and if you guys want to pay as little as a dollar, you can have all the bonus content. So we typically do uh, two to three, sometimes four and five bonus episodes a week, which is a ridiculous amount of just ridiculous content. Uh, Craig, my brother, and I often do recaps in the news we call that btsbs and we talk about stuff that we're doing behind the scenes i do every wednesday with Ramzo martinez a, a show called would you rather wednesday which is just where we play a absurd game of would you rather and uh, that's a nice fun short episode we also do full episode movie reviews that we call rotten potatoes which is always fun And a lot of times when I do one-on-one interviews, I try to record a little bit of bonus content with my guests and get even weirder, which did happen today. We recorded an entire bonus hour that got completely off the rails from uh, the craziness that this conversation already was. So if you would like to get all that bonus content and you would like to support the show, you can join the Downers Club by going to tsidpod.com forward slash support, and that will help us... Build this show bigger and better for your listening and viewing pleasure. If you're just listening to the audio of this podcast, then you may or may not have seen that I did a video version of this episode, which, if you're watching on YouTube, you know that by now. But as you'll note, my video quality is not great. And one thing that your generous contributions are going to go towards is making better, clearer, cleaner videos. And upping that game. So thank you all who are members of the Downers Club. Speaking of which, we had several new members join this week. And those generous and beautiful people are Carol Schiffler, Nathan Sipes, and Lee Latournu. I think that's how you pronounce your last name. I hope so. Uh we also had Justin Zelensky, who was already a member of the Downers Club. He upped his amount from $1 to $5 just uh, because he is that good of a person. So thank you guys all so much for supporting the show. And I promise I will do my very best to use your money wisely to make this show more enjoyable and more entertaining for you guys. So again, if you would like to have your name read on this podcast and you would like to become a member of the Downers Club, you can do so by going to tsidpod.com forward slash support. Also, if you're not already a member, please go join the System Is Down forum. It is a Facebook closed group forum where we just talk about all sorts of nonsense, all these uncomfortable conversations we dig deeper into, and just whatever comes up is a very polite and civil environment where people treat people like people, and it all happens within the world of Facebook. Imagine that. And my guest in today's conversation is actually a member of that forum also, so if you listen to this conversation and you would like to take that further if you have questions for him i'm sure if you tagged him in a post he would be happy to converse with you on that and answer some of your questions so if you would like to be a member of that you can do so by going to tsidpod.com forward slash forum or just go to facebook and type in the system is down forum and requesting to join and again that is a closed group so i'll have to approve you but if you look like a human that will not be any problem and i'll get you right in there so, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about all that? Let's get into this awesome conversation that I had with Truth Seeker. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I personally did, and it was very informative to me. So, without further ado, let's get weird. My guest today is podcaster and esoteric spiritual hip-hop artist, Truth Seeker. Truth, how's it going, man? Hey,
2: man. Thanks for having me on the show
0: glad to have you so you hit me up wanting to come on and I checked out some of your stuff and just a just a vast array of uh, stuff that is over my head personally um, it's a lot of stuff that I don't understand but I'm it definitely is interesting and I wanted to have you on for sure to dig into some of your experiences um, now I mean you're you're a faith-based hip-hop artist and a good one at that. Um, somebody looking at your music and your videos and that type of thing—it takes them, it only can take them five seconds to realize that you're not uh, <laughs> your typical Christian or spiritual hip hop artist, such as KJ 52 or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself and your your background and uh, you know where you come from.
2: Yeah, so at at this point I don't really uh consider myself a a gospel artist or a Christian rapper, which I was. I started out doing it um sure. back in like 2004 started uh doing hip hop music then and and back and forth in some uh Christian metal bands as well doing vocals, playing bass, screamo stuff. Very cool. Um so i started out there till about maybe 2011 started going deeper in my research and my studies and uh studying the scriptures and uh some, of the, some watching documentaries and looking into some of the books that were taken out of the bible and it really just opened up a whole new realm of study for me to mm-hmm. uh kind of piece some things together and connect some dots so About 2011, 2012, when that whole Mayan calendar thing started happening, there was a lot of people who started gravitating towards ancient aliens Mm -hmm. and uh, documentaries like Comatica and um, just a bunch of them on on YouTube. And I got into a lot of that stuff, started studying, started having some weird encounters with my studying and stargazing and things like that and wanted to know what was really going on and had some experiences that kind of. Uh, took me to the next level, and I just, I guess, as a psalmist or as a writer, like you want to put that stuff in your music, whatever you're studying, whatever you're going through, and even before some of the deep esoteric stuff started seeping into the music, there was the political stuff getting into Alex Jones and Infowars and figuring out about the Illuminati. So I would throw stuff in the in the Christian rap music about that stuff, and it would seem out the box, and then. Uh, just kind of went head over heels with everything I was studying and took the music to a totally different level with just the uh, the sound of it. And then the creative aspect, because with all this, the studying brought so many more topics that I could tie into the music. And as a Christian, as someone who, who studies the scripture, like um, it opens up a whole new realm of vocabulary with uh, many words for one thing. So if we're maybe talking about angels, we don't just have to say, you know, I've seen an angel. We can use there's many types of angels in the Bible. The seraphim, raphaim, mm-hmm. uh the cherubim, the the watchers, the the holy ones. There's so many names and then it just opens up this big realm of creativity for me. So it was like a whole new page uh t- turning over and Uh, Opened up to a a wider fan base, kept a lot of the Christian audience, Mm -hmm. um, but then again, got crucified by even, you know, a a bigger majority. But it opened up to a a wider range of fan base as well. So that's been an interesting journey. So that's pretty much where I'm at from transitioning from. KJ52 right. <laughs> masterpiece type rapper to where I am now with the spiritual esoteric stuff.
0: Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that was actually my next question. Um, what has the the Christian community uh, how has their response been? Because you dig a lot into like the third eye, like the uh, pineal gland stuff, and um, you know just dealing with things that a lot of Christians not only shy away from, but they see as bad things. So, like, yeah. what has their response been to that type of thing?
2: Um, A lot of them, I guess early on, I, I wanted to venture into this stuff and put it in my music to think that it would open up dialogue mm-hmm. with some of my Christian peers. And because um, we all like to study, we all study the scriptures and, and many of us are even into the books that were taken out of the Bible, just Enoch and Jasher and Maccabees and things like that, uh, studying that stuff. So I figured it would open up conversation and it really didn't. So I found out the conversation was being had, mm. but I wasn't a part of the <laughs> equation, right? It was sure. just about me and not with me. So, right. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of how it is in, in the church realm. You know, there's a lot of gossiping and things like that. But I guess that essentially what I, what I brought to the table, um, was kind of like a threat because it was different doctrine or different belief systems or whatever the case is. So, mm-hmm. um, even though I took it personal going through it because I was friends with a lot of these people, I was in ministry with people. So I took it personal, but looking back, like they were scared and they were just trying to protect the flock is what we kind (laughs) of coined the the, (laughs) the phrase now, you know? So if somebody's talking about the Illuminati and, and some of my lyrics were just straight up, um, weird. Like I I would, I would say stuff for shock value, even though I meant it, like Mm -hmm. it's stuff that's near and dear to my heart, but I would just throw it out there. Like, like phrases like, um, um, you know, talking about I'm a part of the the um, Luciferians, I'm a part of the Illuminati, <laughs> things like that. So I would do verses and talk about that stuff and, and that would freak people out. They think that you're a devil worshiper sure. or something like that. But when, when I'm coming on, I'm using the, the terms like that, all the studying is studying the root words and what these words really mean. The true definition of even Luciferian just simply means a light bringer, one who is a bringer of light. And so from a Christian perspective, it's like, okay, we have the light of Christ. We are the true light bringers in the world. And there's so many scriptures about how we are illuminated with the light of Christ. And even the uh, the early Christians were called the illuminated ones or the Illuminati. So sure. going back to the um, origins of these words, man, I wanted to like redeem the words and kind of take them back for what they truly meant. Not... As something that's demonic or anti Christ or anti God and stuff, so with using that stuff, bringing it to the table, it definitely uh, brought you know a target with it as well.
0: Right. Absolutely. So, which I mean, that was kind of your goal, right? A little bit of shock value, trying to stir up some yeah. some crap. Essentially, with
2: them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, now just looking at it, it definitely sells. Uh, controversy sells, like. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even in the church realms and stuff, um, you can talk about, hey, let's have a Bible study, let's study the scriptures and, pr- and pray for one another, and you may get a couple people show up. But if we do a, if we advertise it and say, hey, we're going to be contacting angels, the glory of God's going to show up, people, right. you know, angel feathers are going to are going to be manifested, and there's a bunch of people who are into that realm, and they get numbers, and it's fringe stuff, but people people are into that. And even when I came into the faith, it was, I went to a Bible study. Uh, somebody talked me into going to, I didn't want to go to a regular Bible study, mm-hmm. but they told me that a prophet was going to be there. And I said, okay, what's a prophet? He says, a prophet is a, pretty much like a Christian psychic. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, you got my attention <laughs> now. I'm gonna go check this out. Yeah. So I went to uh, a Bible study where this guy, they called a prophet was there. And, um, I gave my life to Christ and, uh, what was that um two thousand and and i mean uh nineteen ninety eight and yeah. uh my life hasn't been the same since, but uh you know it's with with the fringe stuff it's the the extra stuff you know you gotta kind of package it right, you know, and it sure. definitely sells. We look at Alex Jones with shock value, even trump I mean oh, look yeah. at Trump, you know <laughs> what I'm saying the shock value dude, oh, yeah. you know
0: definitely keeps him in the media for sure um mm-hmm. yeah, now not even just uh the Christian community like even the conspiracy community that you're a bit of a part of um uh-huh. i mean even they are split on some of these issues like whether or not we should be tapping into um these out of body experiences or DMT and yep. stuff like that um have you gotten pushback there too or yeah yeah you
2: yeah are? <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of one and the same i mean even even a, i think a lot of the conspiracy people now are christians there's a big uh movement of christians christians who are into the conspiracy stuff or right. even there's like, like a fringe movement. They call themselves the Watchmen type deal where they're like heresy hunters and they, they like to point out stuff. And a lot of them are into the Alex Jones stuff, the right wing media. It's mm-hmm. sexy now. Like right back when we were getting into it early on, like it was – when we were talking about the Illuminati in churches, even um, like we were we were looked at as crazy people. Now the pastor can do a sermon on the Illuminati now, and the pastor <laughs> right. can do a sermon on, on this stuff that we're bringing to the table. It's just so much how we've just always been ahead of the time with the research, and then it seeps into the church. But I find out mostly the church is always behind uh, a few years on what's going on in the world anyway, it's especially art and creativity and music is concerned, you know? So i i come from that realm so that's why i reference it but um the the conspiracy people i mean there's a lot of christians in the movement so they definitely would throw red flags to uh uh mushrooms or dmt or opening up portals in your mind to the sure. devil i mean there's always just that that sense of caution there and there should be though you know there should be
0: sure yeah let, let's get into that a little bit more um Give me uh, your experience with um, that type of thing, just the enlightenment. I, I suppose I don't know exactly what you'd call it, but just uh, some of the esoteric stuff that you're you're digging into. Like, what's your experience with that?
2: Um, so, are you talking about psychedelics or?
0: Um, Well, let's start with just give kind of an overview, really, of the whole third eye idea, Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of listeners don't even know what that would mean. And actually looking into your stuff, I had heard of it, but I hadn't really dug into it either. So there's a lot there.
2: Yeah, essentially, I mean, there's anything that you Google, you're going to find – This is the thing with it, with everything, you're going to find pros and cons on it. You're going to find people doing testimonial videos on how they came out of it Mm -hmm. and how it's demonic and you should never tamper with it. And, and this, this is for the third eye, but this is for the Mormon church. This is for online chat rooms that right. they were a part of hey stay away from these guys and then you're gonna find testimonies on the other side where people are vouching for it hey this is beautiful it changed my life this means the world to me and i want to share this with you so approaching it from from that perspective uh this is definitely with the third eye you're gonna hear stuff on both sides and people who claim to be experts and people who are, Mm-hmm. Just going off of a YouTube video, right? Right. So even um, things
0: as, as minimal as Coke or Pepsi. I mean, you're going to have people on both sides either way, <laughs> and somebody's going to yeah, swear yeah, yeah. by one, and other people are going to swear that they're crazy. So
2: exactly. So that's why you just got to pick your battles wisely and don't take things personal because people are just. I mean, people have their opinions, and you don't have to entertain every everything either. So when it, when it comes to uh, the third eye, uh, simply put, for me, it's just um, the the gateway that we're able to see into the spirit realm or communicate or have spiritual encounters like your third eye, you're able to see in, into the spirit. And so um, whether it's having uh, encounters as a little kid, seeing ghosts uh, going into the dream state, having out of body experiences, like everything is done, kind of through that third eye pineal gland. Um, and so there's uh, there's techniques to uh, to what they say open it. I don't really vouch for the opening of the third eye, like it's something that's closed. Obviously, when when we're born, children are more sensitive to the spirit realm and and seeing angels and having, uh, just being more childlike and even jesus in the bible says that we're supposed to approach the kingdom of heaven which is something that's tangible around us as these these children we're supposed to uh approach it like like children and mm-hmm. and uh so it's something that's uh that we're able to see we're able to interact with and and i guess maybe as you get up in years they call what they call uh having your pineal gland calcified where it shuts from ingesting food and media and um, all kind of stuff. It just depends on who you ask and they'll tell you there's sure. different things <laughs> that close your third eye and it, whether it's the radio stations or signals or whatever, the educational system. And, uh, so I don't think there's a, a techniques to do to open the third eye, but there are techniques that we can do to tap into the spirit realm to, uh, be able to use it better and be able to, uh, almost initiate it like it's a muscle and it's just dormant if you don't use it um it's it's just it's just going to atrophy and so you can you can do it like that it's not like because there's so many stuff out there about opening up the third eye is dangerous so you don't mm-hmm. want to open the third eye and the your third eye should be, are always be open you should be attuned and have a sense of discernment and all of that stuff these spiritual abilities that are mentioned of in the bible from start to finish mm-hmm. um are activated through the third eye pineal gland having your eye your mind's eye being sing, um, single and your whole body being being full of light and so uh it's something beautiful for me it's nothing scary it's not like but it's just with it, with everything it's the third eye meditation prayer chanting um fasting it's their tools mm-hmm. there and you can use them for good or evil if you're if you're opening up your third eye because you want to contact demons so that you can sick them on your teachers or your family members or whatever the case is, then it's being used for evil or malicious intent. Or if you're trying to do these things for, uh, to help the world and to become a better person, be in tune more with, with the spirit world, who you are, the true nature of yourself as a, as a human being in your higher self, then I would say that those are for good reasons. So all of this stuff that I put in my music is, is essentially tools and they could be used for good or bad reasons. Sure.
0: Yeah. And I uh, – I, I like I said, I've done minimal digging into this. And I'm – honestly, I'm not totally sure where I land on it, whether it's good or bad. Um, I think there's arguments to be made on both sides for sure. But it's, it's strange to me that people are so against it, against accessing it through natural ways, a thing that is mm-hmm. in your body that exactly. your body creates, um, that just uh, – Blows my that's mind. <laughs> what threw me off.
2: Yeah, that's what threw me off because when I was first getting into a lot of this stuff, it was all by natural means. There was no tobacco, there was no snuff, there was no mushrooms or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I wasn't getting into any of that. Everything was natural. It's like you know, everything that that your your body is fearfully and wonderfully made, as the scripture says. And there's so many. There's and it gets really deep. And if we look back at at the biblical disciples and see the power and authority. And the miracles that they were walking in, like they knew who they were, they knew how to access these realms, and so uh, it it's something it's something that's that's um beautiful and it's it's not to be feared, but you know it seems scary but i I had a lot of Christians come to me and say, "Don't empty out your mind mm-hmm. if you empty out your mind, demons will come in and i did a I did a whole video on this just or just like reassuring Christians that know, like it's okay, uh, especially in a place of prayer, like a place a place where you're getting alone by yourself and wanting to to talk to God about uh, your struggles, what you're facing, what you're going through, your life, your worries, and and just spending time in the presence of God. I mean, that should be the life of it should be something that every believer does. Yeah. Um. And, it, and it's commanded throughout the scriptures to do so. When you go to that place, you should clear your mind. You shouldn't be wor- worried about playing video games and right. worried about where you're going for lunch uh, to go and see a movie this evening and, and having all this stuff. No. And I'm telling you, like I've seen breakthrough early on when I would go into the prayer closet and, and maybe have some soft meditation music on or some soft ambient worship music mm-hmm. and try to clear my mind because it's a it it's it's hard. Yeah. 21st century. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Century Christian, uh, who's got all of this stuff. We got social media. We're sitting here scrolling our thumbs mm-hmm. on social media got all day. all these and... annoying podcasts. Yeah, all <laughs> kind of stuff. It's hard to get stuff out of stuff out of your head. So it's a it's an art to it to sit down and especially, you know, if you if you're having a conversation with a friend. Mm-hmm. You know if you're you're hanging out with somebody and this dude he's just thinking about what he's going to hang out with his other friend, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm chilling with you right now, or we're doing this podcast, but I'm fixing to go watch a movie, and i I'm looking at my watch like I gotta go bro, you know what I'm saying right so there there's not this connection that that takes place, so when you're able to do that, clear your mind out and focus on God, focus on your breathing. Things start to happen, man. And I think that's a story for, for, for many people who have these awesome encounters in their rooms with like just during prayer. And mm-hmm. that's the Christianity I came up in, though, mm-hmm. like people would do that for hours. They would lock themselves in their room and they would pray. And then when they came out, uh, things would happen mm-hmm. when they prayed for people. Stuff happened. People got saved. People would begin to cry and be, begin to be convicted of sin or all types of miracle. And and the only the only thing they did differently is they had an intimate prayer life where they would go away for an hour to and I know that's a long time but yeah. These guys walked in power and authority and it was beautiful and when I came into the faith that was normal for us, you know what I'm saying? So that's why it it starts there. All of it starts
0: there. Sure. Yeah. And Something str- another thing strange to me with the whole Christian fear of this is that they Christians typically really encourage get alone, be with God, sh- you know, shut down uh, all the noise, all the distractions, just get some alone time and listen to God, clear out your mind. But don't call it meditation. Don't clear out your mind, but clear out your mind in the way that we're we're saying. <laughs> so, it's yeah. just a strange. It's fine just a line.
2: disconnect. It's just a disconnect. They think that like. uh like the pagans and the witches have like the like the final say so on this stuff just because they have certain names for it. And in in in, in the scriptures there's there's certain names for it too. And I, I do I do uh you know, that's why I was talking about the word play. Mm-hmm. I think we're talking about the same thing, whether we're talking about meditation or we're talking about prayer. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that they go hand in hand. I think that prayer is us talking to God and meditation is when God talks to us or we can sit down and be quiet. I mean, that's a conversation mm-hmm. who would go into a conversation with God or with a friend or anybody you talk and then, then you leave. Have you ever had that? Con- Has anybody ever called you <laughs> and talked for like five minutes? All right, bro. Got to go. Love you, man. And hang <laughs> up and be like, yep. Five minutes and I I just said hello. And then they right. hang up and leave. And that's how a lot of people's prayer lives are, you know, and there's, you know, it's got to change, man. It's a it's a communion sure. with God, with with, with the spirit, uh, spirit realm and and the Holy Ghost and the angels and all of these other uh, beings that are dwelling in 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 the realms and spirits of joy and love and peace and all of that stuff man
0: sure yeah have you have you had any negative experiences in in i I say tampering i I don't mean that negatively but getting into this stuff (laughs) yeah
2: um so now where i'm at now i haven't on this side because i started out with the negative stuff like when i was a teenager i definitely had some negative encounters and that's kind of uh what made me who i am and 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 pushed me to Jesus really of getting into. So after, after I had those encounters of, uh, um, seeking, seeking God in 1998 and getting filled with the Holy spirit and changing my life, uh, I did the church thing. I was around all new people cause we relocated and all I knew was church for a summer, mm-hmm. went to school, got around the wrong friends and they were like the first day of school, you know, I immediately went to the drug crowd and the potheads and stuff like that. Sure. And, uh, so from the first day of school, it just started backsliding uh, gradually, mm-hmm. and um, so I got to quit going to church and was ended up being like adamant, adamantly against it, and got into Marilyn Manson and a lot of dark uh, music and stuff. And mm-hmm. so um, I got into the occult, I got into um, witchcraft and got some witchcraft books. And all of my friends were in, you know, reading stuff, and but I was the one I was wanting to do it. I was wanting to see if it was real, mm-hmm. you know, because I seen that God was real. Right, so if God's real, maybe this other stuff's real too. If the, you know having these encounters and watching scary movies and supernatural thrillers, yeah. my whole life I want it to be real. Is it real? And it it would almost be a letdown if it's not real, right? <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. And um and and reading books and stuff in in high school and and started to do little seances and stuff and it got got involved with a, a warlock. Um, who would have parties at his house on the weekends. And he was an older dude and he would just open up his house for people to come over and hang out and smoke and drink all the teenagers. And, sure. but we would hang out till like, like uh, two, three in the morning, five in the morning, whatever, all night. Mm-hmm. And I would just pick his brain about the craft, witchcraft and, and the books and spells. And is it real? Tell me your stories. What have you seen? You know, th- and I was just hungry for it. Right. and And I had somebody there who was, telling me and he had you know all this stuff in his house and um and it was real man and I ended up getting to a place where and this is fast forwarding but I I was I moved out of town into another state. I was living in Louisiana and I was coming down for a, a a weekend to hang out with my girlfriend and um my cousins and some friends and I stayed spent the night with a couple friends. One night I stayed with a friend And I stole a bunch of stuff from him. Mm -hmm. The next night, I went to stay with another friend. I stole a bunch of stuff from him. And then the third night, my mom was supposed to come back to pick me up from uh, Louisiana. I was in Alabama. Supposed to come pick me up like Sunday night. She never showed. So I got this big duffel bag full of stuff that I stole (laughs) from all my friends. So I had to stay with another friend because my mama had car problems. She, She couldn't come get me. So I was still stealing stuff. I had a huge duffel bag full sure. of CDs and T-shirts and video games. I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I put it in a friend's closet and uh, forgot about it. And my, when my mom was going to come get me, I just run over to his house, grab my bag, see y'all later and leave. Well, we're hanging out at the uh, mm-hmm. the Warlock's house and he you you know f- formulating a party. All these people are showing up and mm-hmm. people are starting to drink and smoke and stuff. And. We're sitting down on on the uh, couch, and the day before, I stole some stuff from the Warlock. I stole some video games. Uh, It was a Dungeons & Dragons video game, to be exact. (laughs) And we're sitting on the couch, and uh, one of my friends walked through the front door, and he looks at me, and then he has the Dungeons & Dragons video game that was in the duffel bag, and he hands it to the Warlock. Oh, jeez. And they look around, and there's a bunch of people there this night who I'd never seen before and they were older dudes mm-hmm. all wearing all black long hair and they they look around and they say okay and I got scared because these guys were also in gang uh involvement as well they were in uh um insane gangster disciples and they were really deep into it where mm-hmm. they like read the bible upside down and they made them like like memorize crazy wow. theology and stuff it was real real wicked stuff but uh they got up one one at a time and started walking to the back the back of the uh, house. I thought that they were gonna go get a baseball bat or something and beat the shit out of me, yeah. you know, me and my, my friend and uh, my cousin who was with me. So I look at him and said, "Bro, we gotta go right now." Mm-hmm. He said, "What? They're fixing to the smoke a joint. There's all these girls getting here." I said, "Dude, <laughs> we gotta go right now. We gotta go." What, man? They fix? Dude, we just got here. I said, "Bro, we gotta go. They found they found all the stuff." He said, "What?" So we get up. We walk outside. I said, "Bro, we got to get out of here, dude. We're gonna we're gonna have to fight, man. And there's no way we can fight those guys." Right. But so there was a guy out there in his car talking to all these girls around his car. We said, "Hey, bro, can you give us a ride down the road? I need a need a ride." He said, "Sure, man." We jumped in his car. He gave us a ride down the road. We were gonna go stay in my girlfriend's treehouse. She was still living with her parents, mm-hmm. and we we're going because we slept in there one night. We was, we ended up staying like four or five days uh, there when we was only supposed to stay three days. So. He drops us off down the road we start walking to a tree house but we stop because we see a light in the yard and we thought it was her dad walking back and forth through the yard with a flashlight mm-hmm. and so we're hiding by the tree line and we're waiting for him to go back inside so that we can make a uh a dart to the the, the tree house and spend the night mm-hmm. so we're waiting by the the tree line and the light never goes away it's just hovering back and forth through the yard to this day, I I, it, I don't think it was him because it, it stayed there for like 45 minutes, almost mesmerizing us hmm. floating through the yard. And, and for some reason, I thought it was him with a flashlight. Um, you thought it so, was
0: the warlock or the dead?
2: No, I thought thought it was her dad True. outside with a flashlight. Mm-hmm. So um, we go around the edge of the tree line because we're about to we're trying to kind of hiding in the bushes and it opens up to an open field. So we go around to the field and we're about to get ready to run. It's getting dark. And all of a sudden, this big figure appeared um the best way i can describe it it looked like an eight foot tall camel it appeared out of thin air uh it was black as the darkest night mm. it ran past me and my cousin screamed knocked both of us down and disappeared on the other side and we got freaked out we not knocked onto the ground we got up and we ran as fast as we could to the, the tree house and from that moment on like we, a bunch of weird eerie stuff started to happening to happen mm-hmm. and come to find out they went back there and put a, put a spell on us or whatever. They had uh, a protective spell on his belongings that if anybody wow. stole anything that the spirits would go in and, and, and get the belongings that bring it back. And, uh, so all this weird, crazy, bad stuff started happening to me. And you would think that I would have learned my lesson, <laughs> but it, 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 it did the opposite. Like I want. Did you do it again? Like, okay, stuff, <laughs> Did you really do it again? This <laughs> stuff is real. Like it's real now. Maybe yeah. if I get good enough, maybe I can do that. Maybe I can summon uh, an elemental spirit, is what it's called—an elemental spirit—and mm-hmm. maybe I can do that and summon it on people or have a guardian or whatever, and, and communicate with it and and stuff. So I I, I got even deeper in, into the occult, into witchcraft, and so. Um, I got really deep and I started to go crazy, man. I started to hear voices and, and see spirits in my house that nobody else can see. And I would be sucked in and out of trances and like just watching television and they would suck me into these portals and everything would be uh, different colors. And I'd see shapes moving around mm-hmm. and I'd turn pale and start my heart would start racing. I would get cold and uh, I'd start crying because I couldn't stop it. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't understand what they were saying and I would come out of it. And so that. Started happening two, three times, and then I got real sick, coughing up blood, and I was going schizophrenic. Couldn't look nobody in the face. We'd go to uh, go out to eat and go to McDonald's and try to order food. I couldn't look the people in the eye to order my food from them. Mm. So I uh, I had to whisper in my girlfriend's ear, I want a number three. You know, <laughs> and uh, so I knew, man. So after having this awesome encounter with Jesus at these prayer meetings and walking with Christ for— you know, a couple months and having my life totally turned upside down. It had been like two years later, this was in 2000. Now I I, I just was reminiscing of how peaceful and how blissful I used to be. And we would, I would be at home watching TBN, I'd turn on TBN and and they'd be like, oh, that's fake. That's fake. And I'm like, no, that's real y'all. Seeing people crying in the Holy Spirit and God and stuff, man. And I would long for that because I was just in a miserable place and hearing voices and stuff. And I finally hit rock bottom, called a bunch of churches in the phone book, asking them uh, if somebody can come pray with me. I just left messages saying, hey, I, my name's Derek. I think I got demons mm-hmm. if somebody can come pray with me, you know. Mm-hmm. And finally, I called like 15 churches. One church called me back. The pastor came out and prayed with us and started to pick us up and bring us to church and Bible studies and stuff like that. And gave my heart back to the Lord and, uh September 7th of 2000. And so nice. from 2000 now, it's been my journey where I've been at. So awesome. That's the darkness where I've come from. Right. All yeah. that negative. I know it's real and it is real. So there is precautions and people really should take precautions. I, 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 I approach all of this stuff that I'm talking about now. So it's almost like, OK, you went back to where you came from. You're mm-hmm. talking about the you know, out-of-body experiences, trance states, all of this stuff, Ay- ayahuasca, mushrooms, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. So you're going back to it and you're promoting it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do now is, and I say we, there's I, there's a, a lot of people waking up and there's a lot of Christians, man, who uh, who are interested, who have had encounters and they have nobody to talk to. Yeah. And so I am myself available through my music and through my podcast. I'm getting flooded in my, my <laughs> inbox with people who are like, I believe what you're saying. I've had the same encounters. I have nobody to talk to. Sure. Please call me. You know, and it it's insane, man. So, um, it's just be, being authentic is is kind of where we are now, and just being like, I, and you should you should use precaution. But for me to act like, because I come from a, the churches where you you gotta act, like, you have to wear a mask. Right. When you go to church Sunday morning, say, hey, brother, how you doing? I did brother, too. I'm blessed. I got I'm you. Blessed, <laughs> I'm blessed, highly favored, man. Yep. God is good. You know. I can't. We can't show up and say, "Brother, I don't even know if I believe in God no more. Right. I'm doubting my faith. My marriage is on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Can you guys help me?" You can't. You want to say that, right. but you can't. Brother, I'm good, and you're hoping that you're going to get help. You're hoping that God shows up and, and and moves in your life and stuff. So, um, and and that's okay. And I, we're just right now. It's really sexy to be authentic, <laughs> whatever it is. Absolutely. I don't care what it is. Be yourself and be free in that, and make a living. Being yourself and doing what you love to do, what God puts you here to do, and um, whatever that is, whatever it may look like, you you don't need anybody's approval. And that's kind of that's kind of where I am, man, and it's working. It's insane. I don't I don't really know what I'm doing right. (laughs) Sure, God blessing it, and it it really it's a journey, man, but it's awesome, man.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, really heavy stuff, really powerful, um, for sure. And I think that you know you're bad experiences, um, your downtime, that is like possibly the most important part of your story right now, because, I mean, people who are out there saying this stuff that you're doing that you consider a spiritual act of worship, uh, they're saying that it is evil, it is witchcraft, it is this, 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 and you you are one of the few that has the ability to say, it's not, yeah. because I did that, yeah. I've been there, and I know yeah. what that is, and this is not that. <laughs> exactly, so, man. That's very cool, very awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's yeah, and you have to have patience and grace with people because it does look, it does, it it does appear to be evil. The scripture says, "Stay away from the appearance of evil," right. but it's it's just because there's a disconnect there. Like if like all of my studying has, and I've been into a, a lot of groups, I've studied under a lot of groups, and the internet's a weird place. There's so many people. <laughs> whatever you believe, you can find somebody to, that has a church yep. and <laughs> promotes that. So, but but my goal was to. Uh, find a Christianity, find um, a spirituality that the disciples had, and that Jesus had, and the prophets had. Like, what did they do? Mm-hmm and that led me down a lot of roads like getting into messianic Judaism and not doing Christmas, not doing Easter because mm-hmm. it's all pagan and everything is pagan and it's not of God and you're worshipping other gods and we got really big into that for years and we and I was on the front lines and 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 handing out pamphlets at churches about how Christmas is demonic and don't let your church don't let your kids bow down before the the idol of the Christmas tree mm-hmm. and I've done that so I've kind of been around the block when it when it comes to to all that stuff and um it's led me here this is where i am now you know
0: absolutely all of that stuff very cool hey dan spots here i'm taking a second to interrupt myself talking to talk about myself because you know i don't get paid a penny for the hours and hours that i put into creating this show for you guys in your greedy little ears and i've got a family to feed to make that happen i run my own media business called goulash media If you have a need in anything from video production to graphic design to audio production and beyond, you can get it all for a painfully fair price at Goulash Media. In video, I do weddings, music videos, commercials, pageants, plays, etc., etc., etc. For design, I do photo editing, album art, logos, branding, business cards, merchandise, you name it. For audio, I do engineering, production, editing, jingles, and, well... Podcasts. So if you've got a media need of any kind, or if you'd just like to give a little something back and help keep my children fed, check out all the endless options at my website, goulashmedia.net. That's goulash, G O U L A S H, media.net, where we cater to the little guy with the big vision. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's talk about you. You've brought up psychedelics a couple times now. I mean, do you use or encourage what most consider like mind altering substances, like cannabis, LSD, mushrooms, DMT, yeah. ayahuasca, that type of thing.
2: Yeah. Um when when you get into a lot of the, the psychedelic stuff, um and the more and more research you do, you find out that that everything is alive, everything is moving, everything is vibrating, there's a spirit, a spiritual force, uh, an intelligence behind everything, even if it's God or or Mother Earth or whatever, there's an intelligence behind everything. Everything's uh, moving in unity and everything works together. Um, and so when it comes to the plant-based medicines, um, which you know, people call psychedelics, I call them, you know, sacraments or, or medicines. Uh, sure. I don't I don't encourage it for for party drugs mm-hmm. to, to do it for fun. Um, but they are fun. <laughs> they can be fun or they or they can be scary. Right. Sure. Um, so that's so, so that's a that's a warning because, I mean, we have friends who do it and because it's fun, they want to do it every chance they get. Right. But um, I don't encourage anybody to do anything. Um, but I, but because there's an intelligence behind it, my disclaimer is that if it calls you, it calls you. Mm-hmm. And if it calls you, you have no choice but to do it. And I think that's I think a lot of people can resonate with that who who have done it or who do um, um, participate and um Plant, plant medicines is that they felt like it called them podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, hours and hours and hours of podcasts about people who have done psychedelics. And and most of them were from the Joe Rogan podcast, right. Joe Rogan and uh, Aubrey Marcus and Amber Lyon and um, the Vice documentaries with uh, Hamilton and all yeah. that stuff. So just listening to hours of that stuff and and um priding myself on the fact that I didn't need psychedelics to to find the trance state Mm -hmm. to go into these higher states of consciousness that you could do them through breathing, through meditation, through fasting, through uh, long hours of prayer. Like uh, there's all of this stuff naturally that you can do. Kundalini yoga, you know, all of this stuff that you don't have to put anything outside of uh, your body to to enter and access those states. And I prided myself on that. But it was still something that I. I had friends who were going through it and we would have conversations and I would pick their brain mm-hmm. and if was something eventually just started to call me. And, um, and cause as a, as a Christian and have, and someone who has been in a realm where, um, I had demons mm-hmm. trying to take my mind from me and I did not want to go back to a place like that. I did. I do. There was no way I wanted to eat a, eat a mushroom and uh, go to a place for eight hours where demons were trying to get back in my body or say, okay, we're here. We're back. You know this right. type of deal. So there was there was a fear going going there, and so, but it was something that called me. More and more research, and it's like you know what? I, I want to try it. I think this is something I should do. And just all the research and seeing all the positive research that um, psilocybin mushrooms were doing for people, people coming into uh, belief in God, mm-hmm. people who are atheists who have never tried uh, mushrooms or or uh, ayahuasca, and they had this encounter. And their lives are changed. They quit kick heroin, uh, opiate addiction, uh, cigarette addiction. They lose their fear of death mm-hmm. because they feel like they go to a place where you go when you die. Right. And we hear just hearing countless stories about cancer patients who are on the deathbed and they, they administered them psilocybin and they, they, they're okay with it now. They're not scared that their soul is going to be ripped out of their body and cast into eternity and stuff. Right. And so... It's a, it's a medicine. It's a teacher, all, um, all indigenous tribes before us, our ancestors all did it, Mm -hmm. uh, as, as like a, um, coming of age ceremony. Like when you turn, whether it was 12, 13, 18, whatever the case is, you had, okay, it's time to become a man. We're taking you out to the rainforest. You're going to lick this frog. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to eat this, you're going to eat this handful of fire ants. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to see if if you're a man Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and that's what it did. And I had friends who did that. Little kids, like I remember being in elementary school, and a friend of mine was a Native American, and his their his dad and uncles and every everybody they checked him out of school for a week, where he had to go like on a pilgrimage, on a journey with the Native Americans, and he was like like ten years old, mm-hmm. and he come back and he was like sunburned, and he would just had these stories and so I don't know if they made him eat eat psychedelics, but um, I I rem, I rem remember that that there's still some people who preserve that. And those people who do, I'm just in love with the culture that it's still there. It may be barely hanging on, but it's still there. Like, I I have Native American in me, Porch Creek Indian, and I'm just infatuated with the past and and the people that they were and, and the culture and how it's being erased. And now we're given pharmaceuticals and. You know, if you yeah, ADHD and all all of all of this stuff that they that they are are diagnosing these these kids with who are just special instead of um, catering to it. Right. I know that that's a segue into something totally different, but sure. uh, yeah, I'm I I don't I don't promote it. I, I don't encourage it or tell anyone, dude, you should do it. I mean, I try not to, but <laughs> if it calls you, man, then you have to do it, and that's just how it is.
0: Okay, yeah, and you brought up uh, Joe Rogan. I know. He talks about DMT all the time. He's all about it, um, but he's still an atheist. So I mean, that kind of raises the question: Is this like, is it a god thing, or is it just a a, a heightening, like an amplifying what you already believe type thing? Yeah,
2: I, would, I wouldn't say that Joe Rogan isn't isn't atheist because he's he always talks about like going into those realms and talking about how something created this, sure. like something. Yeah. So I I think there's there's countless episodes I've heard where he he said that that he you're in touch with with a creator. He he doesn't call it God, he doesn't call it the man with the with the beard in the sky. He doesn't believe that narrative, right. but he believes that something created this. Doesn't know what it is. I don't think any of us do. But I think he he when he goes through he's in touch with something greater sure. than himself. And so I I'll, I'll say that, you know. No, he's not definitely not a Christian and doesn't believe that. Sure. He's yeah, very I suppose I used that,
0: that term a little loosely. Yeah, um, he's
2: very condescending to, to Christians and, and right. things, He definitely, so.
0: Yeah. Um, now, do you know people who are, like, people who do this type of thing, who don't believe in a spiritual realm, or just think that it's a, a fun trip to go on?
2: Um, I don't really, aff- uh, I'm sure there's, I don't, I don't particularly. I mean, m- okay. most people I, I, I associate with come from a... Uh, a faith background. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Whether they're a Christian background or or were Christian, and they've left that, but I still encourage them to kind of hold on to the the foundational things that they learned and mm-hmm. uh, about Christ and about the scriptures and the Bible and, and things like that. So, the majority of, of people who I'm affiliated with, and God is all throughout my music, so they can't really. Sure. And I, I catch flack even in the spiritual community for being a Christian and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and talking about Jesus. So, because most people in the spiritual community and spiritual hip hop, anyway, they they left Christianity or it looks too weak to them. And most of them Mm -hmm. are like into Hinduism or Islam or or for for that matter, in a spiritual sect of Islam. Um, So for me to talk about talking about Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, in a, in a, in a hip hop song and not be a corny Christian rapper, there's a certain way that you have to approach it. But everybody, I I don't really, I don't talk to a lot of atheists, you know, most people, they're not at the beginning of their journey when I when I meet them for the most part. I don't try to convince anybody anymore. That's one thing that I've I've uh kind of I feel like I graduated from because I was always striving to convince people that I was that that you know what I'm saying my way was was the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to convert to my belief, no matter w- what it is, whether it's about eating pork or Jesus is the only way or whatever the case. And there was just always just combative thing for me that I had to win every conversation so now it's like I don't I don't have to anymore like um I, I just when when I meet people I, I just love them where they are I try to um see w- where I can um, help them if if help them or where they can help me or teach me or whatever the case is it's kind of vice versa versus coming out of the combative Christianity and I was really big into it with theology and debating people and losing friends over it and stuff mm-hmm. like that too uh, on both sides and and uh, and that's really disgusting to me now it it really turns my stomach um to to be in those realms where people would you know what I'm saying demonize you for what you believe right. or what you don't believe for that matter
0: right yeah, absolutely. it's I mean, for me personally, it's all i I know for a fact that I'm not interpreting most things correctly in life. so for <laughs> me to judge somebody else for interpreting something differently is just. Makes yeah. no sense. But
2: if you're trying if you're trying to build a following, a cult following and in the church, you can't say that. Like right. you have to have everything figured out. Right. You say, hey, have you ever heard of this? Oh, yeah, that's demonic. That's where the <laughs> demonic thing comes from. Right. Hey, true seeker talks about astral travel. Yep, it's demonic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> or, or truth seeker talks about waking up and spirits, being in a room, conversating with him. That's demonic. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, there's instances in the scripture. That never happened in the stuff. Bible, right? <laughs> yeah, man, come on. There's some awesome stuff in there. I encourage people to right. read that thing, man. Yeah. You know?
0: Now, for you, what is like your your typical regular like personal meditation process or is there something that you would recommend other people do to check out the stuff
2: what what i do is is i I just try to um clear out my mind Mm -hmm. um i just try to because that's hard (laughs) to process (laughs) you get better at it like i said the third eye is a muscle if you don't use it it'll atrophy but eventually um you get good at it it becomes easier to, to go into those realms you you know what to look for you know what thoughts you need to push out and what thoughts are or you need to kind of kind of entertain and, and things like that. So I try to get everything out of my mind. Music always helps as far as like soft music. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I didn't know early on is about uh, conscious connected breathing and holotropic breathing is focusing on the breath okay and how every letting every breath be connected so if you can focus on your breathing and throw all the thoughts out that are coming through and just focus on the the void in front of you the blackness in in front of you Mm. and then you think about washing clothes and then you think about playing the video game i mean (laughs) it's the stuff that comes in my (laughs) head man and so i have to get all those thoughts out and um and then once i'm able to get there then then things start happening man um i start seeing visions i see lights and um it, I think it's different for everybody, but people – because it's kind of hard to, to actually know what's what goes on when someone closes their, their eyes, what goes on in their head. But mm-hmm. for me, that's what happens. I try to focus on the darkness, and then once I kick everything out for a certain amount of time, things get kind of squirrely and get, get weird and get fun and interesting. Sure. And there's just a, a lot of stuff comes and uh, some of it's hard to grasp, you know. So they say it's almost like coming out of a lucid dream. You need to kind of write this stuff down because yeah. it's so slippery when you come back, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, do you use um, brain enhancers or psychedelics or anything like that on a regular basis too? Or um,
2: no, I wouldn't say definitely not on a regular basis. When you mm-hmm. do a psychedelic, as far as like a mushroom, um, psilocybin mushrooms, or the golden golden teachers is is, is are, are some awesome plant teachers, but mm-hmm. Um, they, I mean, they're going to teach you stuff, you know, and it's so it's not about just having this awesome and awesome traveling space or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that happens and that's beautiful and fun, but it's, it's deeper than that. Right. Um, you learn stuff about, about your life, you overcome the fear of dying, um, get in tune with the ancestral, the ancestral spirits. You feel like people are watching over you. You feel like angels are Watching over you, communicating with you like it's it gets really deep and there's so much that happens within that window of how, however many hours. Um, it really it really upsets me when my friends when we do that and they don't honor it and they want to do it. Dude, we're doing this again next weekend. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, it's going to be a couple of months, bro. Sure. It's going to be a couple months. You have to you have to process all of this information. So as far as doing uh, like a psychedelic like that, I've only done them a couple times. Right. Sure. And I'm still still processing the information. And uh, and it's been profound mm. information. It's been really, really deep stuff about your life, um, about your goals, about your dreams, on how to achieve them. Uh, quit worrying so much like all of all of the stuff that God would tell you if you sat down, and look face to face with God. Sure. Hey man, you you worrying about this? Stop worrying, it. dude. It don't matter. I got you, man. Hmm. I got you. It's gonna be okay. In fact, let me show you how to do it. Sure. Do you want to know how to do it? Yeah. God teach me. And, I, and I, I, honest to God, this is exactly what it is. But it's it's to me, I I coined the, the term and that the the golden teachers is a strand, and um I have a song called the golden teachers, and hmm. it feels like an angelic presence that loves you, that's watching over you. It's been here since the beginning. And they're communicating with you, man. And, and God speaks through his angels. And uh, it's been a be- beautiful encounter. But those realms are weird. It does feel weird. There's no time. Time doesn't exist there. Mm-hmm. It, it can it can be scary. And it's what causes a, a bad trip. You know, are you letting different thoughts that you know if a weird thought comes in that you don't need to entertain, mm-hmm. kick it out? I mean, the scriptures teach us to do that anyway, right? Any, any thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, any crazy thoughts coming through kick it to the curve especially in a in a in a vulnerable place like that right so yeah so it's not an everyday thing at all but i I do i have started using um hoppe which is a um um shamanic snuff i've been using that a little bit too it helps you get get grounded and get connected really really fast but i'd say focus on the the breathing and stuff like that just the the whole Holotropic breathing, conscious connected breathing. There's people who teach you how to do it. I got some friends who are really big into it, and you can. And there's people who can achieve those states.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Not, it's not the exact same. I'd love to say that they were, but they're not. They're not the the psilocybin encounters, right? I'd love to say they were, but they're not. Um, but all of it's important. Every single bit of it's important. If you're just doing one thing and you feel like you've got the corner on the market, it's not. It's not it. <laughs> right. It's a little bit of all of, it and you have. And you think you should be open to it, and that goes for everything in life. You know, your religion, what you, your, your doctrine, what you believe that you have everything figured out and stuff like that, and then you are confronted with some information, and uh, that totally shows otherwise, but you refuse to believe it right. because you were taught this way. And that's where, that's where that's a good place though because that's where awakening happens. Mm-hmm. People start questioning the religion of their fathers and what they've been told, and it and and that opens up to even broader conversation.
0: Absolutely, that's what the show's all about. Um, so have, how far have you gone as far as strength of the uh, chemical or the the planter? Have you ever gone to like the extent of like ayahuasca or anything like that? No,
2: but I'll say that, um, (laughs) after hearing, you know, hearing all the, uh, the, the testimonies and hearing people's stories about doing it Um, and you hear about ayahuasca, you know, and then you hear about mushrooms and stuff. And so the first time I did the mushrooms, it was a, it was a low dose. I think I did two and a half grams and, Mm -hmm. uh, we did them in a sensory deprivation tank and, uh, (laughs) had a cool encounter, man. But it it made you just more grounded, more in tune, Mm -hmm. um, more sensitive. And then it was that very introspective where you're just looking at your life, you're combing through your life, but you're doing it with God. Mm -hmm. It's not like, Oh man, I'm miserable. It's like, this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to be in the future. And God's like, you already are that, Mm -hmm. that those, those that's already inside of you. I'm going to show you how to bring it out and I'm going to teach you. Don't worry. Like I'm, I'm swear to you, that's exactly what was going on. (laughs) It's beautiful. But, um, Um, So the first time was like that. And I closed my eyes and I would see the shapes and the gears and stuff. And it it was it was fun. Just real philosophical about your life and about your friends and stuff. And then the second time we did it, I did the hero dose, which was like over over five grams that I did. And uh, I thought it was going to be the same thing. And I was going on podcasts, (laughs) giving lectures about the psychedelic experience. <laughs> I was giving lectures about the psychedelic experience after two and a half grams right you know and uh, like an expert mm-hmm. and then I put it all in my music and I'm working on songs about it and then we go and do this hero dose journey and um and then that's when I thought it was going to be the same thing I'm like hey guys just let it take you you know and whatever you're going to be introspective and stuff and then we do it we're laughing and then we're waiting for it to kick in then it starts kicking in and everybody's like okay <laughs> a lot of us, it was, it was their, their first time. So, okay. So we get up, walk outside, looking around. Palms are starting to swear. You're like, okay, this is, <laughs> have I gone? Is it, or have we gone too far? Can we turn back now? Right. <laughs> like, like, no, you can't throw, you can't turn back now. And then I started throwing up. I just started throwing throwing up. And that, that happens to a lot of people. Uh, I started throwing up and I looked in front of me and I just seen this webbing, this green webbing of connectedness of nature with the trees and everything was connected. And I was like, whoa this is weird. Mm-hmm. I need to go back inside and I go walking back inside and it scared me because I almost felt like I was dying a little bit. And the fear was there. If I call the cops, can they help us? Right. Like, Should I call the cops? Right. What's happening? What's going on? Cause the last time I did it, this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I sit down on the couch and I feel like it's trying to take me like something's trying to take my spirit out of my body or something. And I look at my friend who's um, really big into it and he's, he's done a, a, a lot of journeys and I tell him, I say, bro, He's like, you all right, man? I said, I don't know what's happening, bro. He said, man, just let it take you. Just let it take you, bro. Calm down, relax, mm-hmm. let it take you. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? Sounds like a good idea. Let me just quit fighting it because I'm fighting it. It's trying right. to pull you. And you're like, no, no, wait, no. You're trying to snap yourself back to stay awake, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, let it take me. So I sat down. I was like, all right. And then whew,
3: <laughs>
2: I just went, man, went into this weird astral realm and, mm seeing seen all the beautiful geometric shapes and, and like a roller coaster. And it was weird because everybody there was seeing the same thing. And then we would snap too. We'd look at each other and uh, and we'd say, what was that, bro? What's <laughs> going on? Because yeah. I thought I knew. And I looked at my buddy and I was like, bro, I thought I knew, man. I said, like, I'm sorry, bro. I thought I knew. He's laughing. And then we're so like – you guys
0: were kind of witnessing the same things in the same Yeah. Way.
2: Oh. That's the weird thing because we're sitting oh. on the couch and – um. And it, and it, you could feel it coming again because it comes in waves, right? And so we came came to and we're looking around. We're like, all right, guys, here it comes again. We can feel it. Here it wow. comes, and it's like a roller coaster. Click, 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 click. Here it comes. <laughs> hold on, and we just <laughs> go into it for maybe I, what maybe felt like two or three minutes. I don't know how long it was. And we come back and we look at each other. What the heck, man? Mm. And I, we're trying. <laughs> and you're trying to describe it. You're you're in the state, and you come to, and you're like, there's these. Colors, man. There's because you're looking at them, you're seeing them, and it's right. beautiful. And you're trying to describe it, but you sound like a crazy person. <laughs> it's just color, man, and it's it's alive, man. It's, it's love, bro. And, and just we're <laughs> laughing because you can't. you are right. not supposed to to do that because you you can't. And uh and so yeah, that was the that was the deep the deep part. And so the the why I tie that in with the ayahuasca is that I didn't like that was like an ayahuasca encounter sure. of going to the place you go when you die. And That's that's where we went. And how, uh, how many we,
0: lives do you think you ruined by going on the podcast and talking about it as an expert after two, two and a half grams? And then everybody else goes out and tries it. And well, like the same, that the guy same, was wrong, as long as they do He's that dead much, wrong. you know, as much as I did, they'll be okay. Yeah. Um,
2: you know, I did that didn't talk about the hero dose, but um <laughs> sure. you know, it all it it all works out in the end. And uh and it's different for everybody though. You know, everybody gets gets something different out of it too, I think. Sure. And uh but yeah, it was a it was a life changing encounter, man. And it's it's been I've only done them a couple times. I mean, I've did the microdose a couple times here and there. It's just where you eat, just like a half a gram or a gram or some something or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. um, and it's more of just a mellow feeling. Like people, there's people who do that every day. They they they, they microdose before work, and it makes them more mellow, more connected, and sure. easy going, more philosophical, just in a, a little small dosage. You know, I've done them before podcasts. You know, so sure.
0: yeah, very cool. All right, awesome. Let's talk a little bit more about your music. I know we, we touched on it and then we got down the crazy rabbit hole and I've got some more stuff to pick your brain on in the bonus hour, but uh let's talk about your uh your new album. You've got uh it's out now, right? The 333?
2: Yeah, 333. That that it's been out for um a couple of years now. Okay. And uh yeah, it came out in uh the end of uh mid 2015. And bad. so <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that's the latest thing I'm promoting, though. I'm still sure. promoting it. There's so many people who haven't heard it. And so that's that's the thing. What's cool about what, what I'm doing now versus what I was doing back in the day is like the stuff's dated back in the day. Right. Sure. And and the style of music that we're, we're doing now, I feel like it has longevity. I feel like this is something now that I started. I put out an album in 2012, which was Awaken the Fire. Then there was Spiritual Alchemy. And then three thirty three and those are the three spiritual esoteric albums that I did and I feel comfortable showing those tracks to this day. I mean it came nice. out in twenty twelve and I still feel comfortable doing it. It's good and, stuff uh, man.
0: It holds up for sure. I checked it out today. It's really good.
2: It it's not dated man and I was thinking like, you know, people talk about putting out singles now and making a lot of money off of singles. Mm-hmm. But all that stuff, like, who's listening to Laffy Taffy? Do you remember? <laughs> that, Laffy Taffy. No, we're not listening to that.
0: Dude, My, I jam that man, song every day. What are you talking those, about?
2: <laughs> those people made a lot of money on that stuff. But um, e- even though, even something more more relevant, who's listening to Panda? <laughs> right. <laughs> something that was just a couple months ago. Flash who's in the pan. to Panda, You yeah. know? Absolutely. And so it's on to the next one. And no, nobody's not going to go dig that up. Sure. You know? So I, I think it's cool that and and the people i listen to i think have longevity i came up listening to bone thugs and harmony Mm -hmm. and uh i listen to that i listen to them to this day stylistically and what they're some of the stuff they're putting in their music and uh it just holds up man it's just totally different it's not it's not superficial it's not cars and girls right
0: (laughs) absolutely now the the title 333 um what is the meaning behind that i'm I'm sure it has something yeah it's got (laughs) it's got a couple
2: different meanings um Mm -hmm. first of all i would say uh um you know, the the um number three thirty three is when people are starting to wake up, what they call it, and having an awakening and starting to see things for, for reality for what it really is, or yeah. the the matrix and things. You start seeing numbers. You see what's called synchronicities and it's just numbers that repeat themselves. It's memes that repeat themselves, sayings over and over. Yeah. And a lot of times it's eleven eleven, two twenty two, three thirty three, four forty four. And so um 333 represents angelic contact of the angels. When you keep seeing it over and over, the angels trying to contact you. So the angels are trying to show you something. Um, so it, it it represents angelic contact. And that's a big part of my music of, of contacting the other realm and, and just coexisting with the other realm as well. Um, but then in a the scriptural standpoint, uh, Jeremiah 33, three, which sure. basically says, come on to uh, me. Um, Call unto me. I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know and you cannot find out. Mm. And that's kind of been the staple for my Christian walk is just letting God teach me. Right. Mm-hmm. And just saying. And, and and that's how beautiful it is that God can show you things that he's never shown anybody else. And that's weird to fathom, because like we're in the information age and everything's just a regurgitation of what's already out. Mm-hmm. But there's stuff that people have never um uh, encountered man in the universe and in and, and, and the scriptures and what, it, what the scriptures mean and stuff like that so there's been that element to it about just my life and my ministry in general man of just letting god teach me in the secret place and then bringing it out into the open yeah. you know i don't know if that was always smart you know talking <laughs> freely about some of this delicate uh stuff you know sure. so freely and that was one thing i wanted to touch on that i didn't that i did get when i went and did the the, the hero dose? Mm-hmm. I was, um, I felt like those angels were there, and I felt like they checked me. So right before we 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 it got really deep, they called my name, and it was just I call it the golden teachers, man. And it said, uh, "Are you true seeker?
0: Hmm.
2: Are you the one, are you true seeker? Nice. Is it is you? Do you even
0: know your stage name?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. This is you. It's like okay, you're the one. You're mm-hmm. you're the the uh, expert, right? You're the one going around." doing interviews and you're putting this stuff in your music it's cool gazing into heaven traveling to the third heaven co- communicating with angels you talk about this in your music
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah you know it's <laughs> okay we just want to make sure we got the right person nice we got some stuff we want to show you That's and really it was cool. like a check like like this stuff is delicate and i'm Part of me, you know, just throwing it out there as your pearls before swine may, you know, and part of me is like, maybe I was never supposed to talk about this stuff. Maybe it's secret for a reason. I mean, that's what the whole Illuminati and Masonic orders are built on, that it's so beautiful that we shouldn't share it with the world. Like you have to prove yourself that you're worthy to to know this information. Right. That's what that's what they're founded on. And. I feel like it should be available for everyone. Like if you seek it, if you seek it, then you you should be able to find it. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what Christ said? So that's where I approached it. But they, it's like a check. It's like, okay, we just want to make sure we got the right one because we've got some things we got to show. You're really going to gaze into heaven now. <laughs> you're, re- you're really, you're really going to travel through the star systems like you talk about in your music. And and I did. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, we just want to make sure you still want to keep talking about this after it's done. And it was just like, you know, it was something beautiful, man. But, uh, it was uh
1: it's
2: nothing to it's nothing to play with spirituality. I mean mm-hmm. these concepts are fun I, I paint them in an artistic light, um but it really is nothing to play with on any side, even Christianity is nothing to play with, like you're either in or you're out, man, like yeah. you have to be hot or cold, you can't be lukewarm um and there's so many warnings even even with that man, that I'm studying right now about how people are like pretty much where I was mm-hmm. uh, on the other side, the delusional aspect and um, people who awaken the the kundalini energy is what they call it. And some of those people go delusional, right? Mm-hmm. And, and these other energies. And so there's a warning. Don't deal with the kundalini because once you awaken it, once you open the third eye, you can't shut it. And if you don't do it right, it'll make you go crazy. And that's what's was said about the kundalini. But, I bring to the table, not just me, but many other other people um, that the Kundalini and the Holy Spirit is the same exact thing. It's this prana life force, force energy, even the force that is from Star Wars when I watch it. Speaking about the Holy Spirit to me, I, I can't interpret it any other way. That's my worldview. Sure. Um, and it's the same thing The the light and darkness choose what you're going to do with this force, choose what you're going to do with this energy. And it's the same thing. And so while these people are given these warnings on the Kundalini side and on the third eye side, we have to now start giving the warnings on the Christian side. Mm-hmm. There's people who are having these Holy Ghost encounters in churches, falling out, shaking with fire going down their back i had the encounter is beautiful it is beautiful but if you don't do the spiritual work if it, it, can, it can be harmful you can't put your hand to the plow and turn back it's it's dangerous for you even when it comes to the fact of casting out demons where jesus talks about it in uh, matthew uh, 12 and matthew 14 it goes yeah. into talking about when the evil spirit leaves then he goes to dry places and he gets seven other demons who are stronger than he was. Hmm. And they come back to the same residence and they, they, he comes back to, to to take back over. But if the house is clean and swept clean and made anew and someone else is dwelling there, which should be the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. then he, he goes and he goes somewhere else. Right. And so there's a lot of people who are having these encounters in youth groups. They're getting ca- demons casted out of them they're ha- they're getting filled with the holy spirit but there's no warning people don't think that it that that it goes together but I'm telling you if someone who's been in the balance and can see both sides mm-hmm. and judge righteously with it it totally does i have just as there's all those uh crazy kundalini people who are who are delusional now mm-hmm. i can name you even more church people bro who are delusional and they and they believe god told them to do this god told them that Benny Hinn is their husband, like all kind of stuff, like crazy stuff, sure. and they say it's the Holy Spirit. And there's churches and safe havens and places that would entertain this, mm-hmm. and they would say, okay, what what else is the Lord telling you? And and some people act on it, and it gets really weird and really kooky. And if it, it for something to to be legit, for something to be true, it has to be a polarity. It has to be true on both sides. Mm-hmm. For this. For this to be true, then the, the exact opposite has to be true as well. So for it to be good for one, it has to be good for the other. And uh, and I'm, I'm doing a study on it right now. I'm going to be bringing some stuff to the table. But, you know, they, that, and so that's what the Christians say about the kundalini. Don't mess with the kundalini because you'll go crazy if you don't do it right. There's so many people. But why aren't you guys warning people in the churches, bro? Sure. Because it's totally, we all know these people, man. If you've been in the charismatic circles for long enough, definitely there. When you're dealing with spirituality, it's nothing to play with. And I'll Mm -hmm. say say all that to say that it's not to be played with any of it. Not Jesus, not the Holy Ghost, none of it is to be played with.
0: Very good. Um, I was trying to talk about your artwork, man, but, you know. (laughs) It it
2: is my artwork, though. I love it. It's great. The songs are about this
0: stuff. Absolutely, I love it. I love the passion. Love the love the stuff. Um, so yeah, real quick before we wrap up here, um, I'm I'm curious because uh, I looked through some of your videos, your songs, and your um your website and stuff like that um all all of your stuff is extremely well put together like great visuals great production and so forth um do you do all your own designs do you do your yeah. own beats and um your own production that type of thing or do you outsource i do
2: I, I i do everything besides the beats okay i don't make the beats i have a couple different producers that i use sure. um so they make the beats but i record and i do all the visual stuff all the graphic art all mm. of that stuff
0: very cool yeah. Awesome. I
2: appreciate that. I appreciate the compliment too. Thank you. Absolutely. I do work you, hard.
0: <laughs> for sure. And do you got uh, anything new you're working on? You got any new yeah. music in the works?
2: Yeah, definitely, man. Well, we just put out, um, I have a, a friend of mine who's has a um very similar journey. His name, he goes by Watchman. We just put out his album. It's entitled the Ascension. It came out December 1st. So that's out. There's some cuts on there that I'm featured on. I mixed and mastered and recorded that entire album. It's uh very, um, similar to, to what I'm doing. So there's some awesome tracks on there. I'm working on an album right now called Sear. Um, a couple tracks deep on there. I'm, shoot, I'm, I'll say a couple tracks. I'm probably almost done with it, honestly. But um, it's going to be called Sear. It's going to come out early 2018. And um, to check out all my stuff, my, my discography, all of my work, um, I, I upload everything to Patreon. That's my full great. discography. And um, when I get done with the song, I it to patreon it's not cool. available for the for the general public but just for those who are supporting so nice. um but other than that you could just type in truth seeker anywhere and find anything on me so i'm <laughs> I'm on all those social media platforms and stuff website podcast sure. all that good stuff
0: yeah well uh yeah tell people like where they can f- find the podcast is the podcast is just called the truth seeker podcast right
2: yeah, the the True Seeker podcast. I went I went to a uh, a bunch of different names of not wanting to use my name as the podcast mm-hmm. of wanting to like, I've always just had wanting to c- include other people of like a collective. So I've always had names like I, I named it the Mythicist podcast, and mm-hmm. that was one thing I was pushing. And then encountering God, and then we had just a couple different names for it. I was like, you know what? I'm having to rebrand and spend money and. Mm-hmm. Graphic art and time and effort, branding, yep. <laughs> It's just everything is true seeker man. So it's just the true seeker podcast. Yep.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Any links that you got, send them to me and I'll include them in the show notes for the show, so people Definitely. can check that out. But yeah, man. Um, thanks for coming on. Um, I hope that you are willing to stick around for a little bit time, a little bit of extra time. We can get into some even crazier stuff. For let's some go the, deep, man. Absolutely. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate it, and you're certainly welcome to come on whenever you want.
2: Thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me.
0: Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good one, man. Hey, guys. Thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. And I did enjoy it very much. As we mentioned in the discussion and at the beginning of the episode, I did record a full bonus hour with True Sicko where we dug into all sorts of things from aliens to Nephilim to... Uh, nostalgic old Christian rock bands that we enjoyed. And it was just a really fun laid-back conversation. So if you're interested in getting that, it will be posted within the next couple days in the Downers Club, which is our support group. As you know, you can get access to that for as little as $1 a month only by going to tsidpod.com forward slash support and go join the forum at tsidpod.com forward slash forum. And go check out our merch and go like us on Facebook and go share us on Twitter and go to iTunes and subscribe and review the show. That is uh, one of the better things. Actually, I should probably slow down and point that out. Um, Please go leave us a nice review on iTunes. It is always extremely helpful in boosting our credibility and getting the numbers up, getting the name out there and all that. So if you could do that, I would greatly appreciate it. And Facebook is fb.com forward slash the system is down. Our Twitter is at tsidpod. So be a dear and keep being as awesome as you guys are and getting the word out there and just do it more. And I'll be back here next week with some more uncomfortable conversations for you until then. Question everything and stay uncomfortable. Thanks. I've
3: been on this cobalt, coping with my emotions. Grab the scrolls and I unfold them. This cobalt is to go me all the time as my opponent we leave them within the moment. I simply watch it slip away when it's just in the magic potion. Cite the word of my enchantment as the sacred portal opens in the dark. I sit broken, angelic being approaches you sit as a token for the. Masses, I've spoken, I'm praised for my devotion and leave the meeting with focus. Aquarian Convergence, You carry a heavy burden, connecting with God's servants and walking with seven virgins. Prophecies emerge and reciting the sacred verses, his power is spoken word that reverses demonic curses. Teachings of Pythagoras, spirit rapture and capture is given a second chance, kundalini rising like Lazarus. Kabbalistic chanting and consciousness is expanding, passive but demanding, revamping your understanding. Yo. The golden teachers speak to me the lessons of eternity Rhythm from the elements Tell me I am heaven sent Revelation from creator walking in my benevolence Sounds of lotus Earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind blowing Energy is flowing as the third eye is open Where we focus the entire is going knowledge of the golden. We're pressed like a diamond, an alchemy for refinement, is seeking for hidden meaning, revealing me when I find it, get knowledge and understanding, I promise that few will follow, and know that we're all connected like brothers with different mamas. Give homage to risen teachers and honor to fallen fathers, learn the wisdom of the watchers while sitting in lotus posture, exhale through the nostrils, the smoke of the ayahuasca, as we ride the back of dragons or ascenders of Macabre. But the study of Joseph Campbell, the meaning of Harry Potter, brother, tell him to decipher the magic that is inside you, Walking the fine line between pagan and Christian. So much higher than mine. So much higher than mine. You're so much deeper than I. So much deeper than I. So oh. Immersed oh. in the mystery and found within simplicity, the golden teachers speak to me the lessons of eternity. With them from the elements, tell me I am heaven sent. Revelation from creator, walking my benevolence.
1: How can a plant be a teacher? You go and find uh, a member of that species, but different members have different potencies and different takes on the same kind of message. This gets to the teacher part. They use this term, plant teacher, and uh, all plants have uh, a plant teacher in them. Some people think that only the sacred plants do. Other shamans said, Uh, No, all plants do. Just some of the spirits. They call them the mothers, the mother of the plant, or the spirit, or the teacher. Some are stronger. So that implies that every time we eat any plant, we're taking in that that teacher. Really nothing to hide, good luck on the rise, because there's something divine find in our lives yeah.
3: Won't you come? Come and take me travel how we have my spine as we journey through the sands of time the promise my state will be left behind now this has been a goulash media production
0: goulashmedia.net this concludes our broadcast day click